across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. And now a word from our sponsor, Rebus University. Get a free video of rapport building and touching during the listing presentation. Yes, the right way to touch and the wrong way to touch. Discover how eight top agents from around the world get sellers to instantly like them while eliminating the competition. Go to hybendigital.com backslash Rebus. That's hybendigital.com backslash Rebus, R-E-B-U-S. Okay, Rockstar Nation, I have a great guest today, Mr. Rod Khalif from Sarasota, Florida. And Rod is an expert on all things real estate. And real estate investing, real estate multifamily homes, rental properties, everything. He's He has uh, been around since 18 years old dealing with real estate. And we're going to talk today about why real estate agents don't, for the most part, retire rich and what they can do about it. So without further ado, Rod, welcome to Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Thanks, Pat. It's great to be on your show. Listen, Rod, why don't you just go ahead and introduce yourself to our rock star nation so they can get to know you better. Absolutely. Well, I, I, uh, I can connect with uh, your listeners, your agents and brokers, because uh, I, uh, you know, I, I, when I was 16 years old, my mom bought the house across the street for $34,000. And two years later, when I graduated, it was worth 55000 and although I didn't do really good at math, I was able to do that calculation. So I, I decided I'm going to get into real estate. So I got—I actually went to school when I was 17. And back then, you could you could actually go all the way through and get a broker's license without actually working for uh, an agency. So I got my broker's license when I turned 18. Thought I was going to be filthy rich. My first year, I made $10,000. And my second year, uh, I went to work for the shifty broker, and he did foreclosure work. And uh, the, my first two years, my second year, only made 15000 Then my third year, I went to work for uh, a broker that was an incredible salesman and really helped build my confidence, and I made 110000 So I would tell your listeners, uh, and, the, and the difference really for me was knowledge, knowledge and confidence. It was such a huge piece of my success in, in when you know being a broker. But then... I uh, I realized that if I ever got sick or uh, got hurt and I wasn't able to work, I wouldn't make any money. And I saw, you know, agents that were buying properties and flipping them and making big money. In fact, that shifty broker I worked for made, made a ton of money buying and flipping foreclosures. And, uh, you know, so I, I quickly realized the value of investing in real estate. And uh, in the late 80s, I bought about 500 houses in Denver, and I did a buy-and-hold strategy. I bought them, and I rented them out. I renovated and rented them out, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm very good at putting systems in place. And then I went to Memphis a few years later, and I bought 200 houses in Memphis. And 
that actually turned out to be a seminar. I uh, don't call them failures. I call them seminars. That was a, <laughs> I like that. I like that. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Seminar yeah. story, it, right? It yeah, was like, a, like it was, today it was we can learn to from that. About. It was, yeah, don't, don't buy single family in Memphis. But <laughs> then, uh, then I flew south for the winter and uh, really fell in love with Florida and moved down here about 16 years ago. And I ended up buying 1,300 houses here in Florida, all buy and hold. And I bought some apartment complexes as well. But, uh, you know, I, uh, I, got, I, I was a casualty of 08 uh, because here in Florida, because the taxes and insurance are so high, uh, I, the cash flow model is very tough on single-family homes. And uh, so that was a, about a $50 million seminar in 08 for me. So, but, uh, so I, you know, everyone out there is probably wondering, okay, you know, they're struggling to buy, you know, a house a year or five houses a year or, you know, how do you go out and buy, you know, 500, 200, 1,000 houses at a time like that? I mean, how does somebody do that? Well, honestly, your listeners are perfectly positioned to, to, to capitalize on this because they're experts in real estate. And like I said, and, and this was the message I was hoping really to give to your listeners today, and that is, you know, if you're self-employed, you know, most of you have probably read Kiyosaki's books about, you know, being a self-employed versus a business owner. And, you know, if you're if you're a real estate agent or a broker, you're really self-employed because if something happens to you or, you, you know, or you want to retire, uh, it's a problem. And so I advocate taking that money that you make, kicking butt in real estate sales, and using that money to buy real estate. Now, because your people are experts, it's it's not going to be a problem for them if they find a good deal, which they're the ones that are on the in the trenches seeing the good deals, to find partners. And most of my first early purchases, I had 50-50 partners. My first few hundred houses, I had 50-50 partners. They put up all the money. I did all the work, and we shared in the profits, and it worked great. So, you know, it's it's not hard to do, especially for your listeners, because they're already technically experts. They have they have the credibility because they're they're selling real estate and and they can capitalize on that. And, you know, they can capitalize on utilizing commissions to minimize the down payments. You know, they're uniquely familiar with the markets and they've they've probably already got connections with people uh that that uh that are interested in investing there's a lot of money out there right now okay but, you know they certainly so, they, yeah so so you did all this obviously and it right. worked well until it didn't work right. and then you lost your ass essentially on uh these now what have you learned what seminar can you give us based on your seminars that would be a conservative lesson on how to buy a rental property and and how to not lose your ass. Well, I learned that multifamily real estate is the way to go. Um, my apartment complexes that I had all did well. I, they, I would have survived the crash had I been all in multifamily. Now, I, you know, I would have probably gotten beat up a little bit, but my multifamily would have made it. The, my, my mistake was I cross-collateralized my single-family homes with my multifamily, so that went down. So well. why? But why because because if you have a single family home and it and and you lose your tenant you're 100% vacant um if you have a duplex and you lose a tenant you're only 50% vacant if you have a fourplex obviously you're 25% vacant if you lose a tenant it's much easier to sustain vacancies if you have multifamily properties and frankly they're as easy and sometimes easier to buy than single family homes so 
I advocate focusing on cash flow for this particular uh, process. Uh, you know, certainly, you know, there are people out there buying and flipping and it can be good money and all that. But I'm, I'm a, I'm a real estate buyer. I'm not a real estate seller. And I believe when you, when you're, when you're buying, you have to focus on the cash flow. The value is frankly irrelevant. And, and, you know, there has to be enough of a spread in the cash flow to survive a downturn. And and there's probably one coming, you know, in the next year or so. So, you know, it, it's important to focus on cash flow. And and had I done that, you know, big lesson. <laughs> had I done that, you know, I'd probably be on the back of my yacht right now. But, you know, it's well, it's, and there, and the lesson there. therein lies too. I think to read in between the lines, your cash flow is is generally directly proportionate to your down payment. You know, the more money you put down cash the more it's going to cash flow so a lot of the time. So use that as a lesson too, you know. Don't be afraid. You know, don't chase these no money downs. Don't chase these, oh, yeah, you, know, no, no. you know, stuff no, like I that. Agree I completely. mean, it's about I cash agree completely. flow. You, if you can't cash flow, you, don't buy. Uh, well, I, I, what I will tell you is is – like I just said earlier, they can your, your listeners can find the money. It, it, the money's out there. It's getting one or two percent in the bank. And if you can offer somebody a rate of return, for example, you know, hey, Mister Investor, I'll give you five percent return and half the deal. So you're going to get five percent anyway. Plus, you're going to get half the deal when we ultimately sell or half of the cash flow. It's kind of a no-brainer. So you're right. Get and, and you can even do you can even do better than that. Less than five percent with 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 the cost of funds today, uh, or you know what the what the returns are in the banks. So, you know, cut a deal like that and, and put more money down, like you said, exactly, because, um, you know, it'll, 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 it'll definitely impacts cash flow. But there are, there are value add opportunities in, in just about every market in the United States. And, and, uh, you know, you guys that are out there selling real estate, uh, certainly can find those. And so, you know, they're, they're there. And, you know, it, if, it, you may not want to do it on the level that I did it. Uh, you know, it requires systems. But, you know, there are, there are lots of properties uh, that are still great deals if you're in the trenches like you guys are every day. Yeah. So let me ask you this question. I didn't plan on asking this originally. And, and you know, you've certainly got a, a huge knowledge of what's going on in buying single-family homes and buying and knowing about multifamily and things like this. There seems to be, at least in the markets that I'm looking at, which are Maryland and, and some, some of South Carolina, um, where I'm from, um, a huge amount of empty houses now. Like, like you know, more than ever that I can remember. I'm 28 years in the real estate game, you know, and I've never seen this many empty houses. And I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, uh, you know, and I wanted to get your opinion on it. Do, do you have any reason why there's so many empty houses for sale compared to 10 years ago, even, or 15, well, or 20, you, I, or 25? I can tell you that the big hedge funds bought thousands of properties. You know, the Blackstones, the Fortresses, these these giant hedge funds, and they've frankly they artificially inflated the market. They certainly did here in Florida, and I can't speak to the Maryland market, but my guess is it would be the same. And now. You know, these their investors are requiring returns, so they need to put these properties on the market, and that is likely what you're seeing. Uh, and and honestly, 
You know, uh, I was mentioning to you, I've got a podcast uh, as well, uh, Lifetime Cash Flow Through Multifamily Investing. But it, I interviewed a guy, a billionaire, that told me that there's a, there's another uh, hiccup coming. I mean, it's not going to be as bad as 08, but, you know, we're going to we're gonna get hit. And So why, so why are you I, predicting that, Rod? Well, I can tell you, um, I, I think it's a lot of reasons. Uh, I think that uh, there there is a there is a glut of real estate, like you just said. Uh, I think that interest rates have got to come back up, and that's going to impact the economy. We're in an election year, so nothing's likely to happen before the election. But after the election, you know, is when I would be most concerned. But you know, when I'm hearing it from when I'm hearing it from people that are really really successful in in the multifamily space. So this guy I interviewed at 35,000 apartments, and then another guy, you know, that's that's a gazillionaire in the business. And they both said, "Yeah, there's going to be a, a downturn." I start to listen, and and uh, so, you know, I, I'm I'm no expert in, in in macroeconomics, but but when I hear it multiple times, it you know makes me think that something is coming. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't. I I can't quite put my finger on it. I think it. Uh, so part of me thinks it's a good thing because. I think it means that people have equity where they could move out and buy something new and keep the other house and let it, you know, sell it empty. Um, there's certainly foreclosures, but there's been foreclosures for a long time now, and it's nothing new to the last year or so. So so it's interesting. It's going to be interesting what happens. I, I talked to another guy in Atlanta that said the same thing, that, that uh, you know, these hedge funds that were buying – uh, properties from him for so long are now selling properties right. and that's always a concern because they create markets when they do that they create artificial markets when they do that you know well they actually suppress the market yeah uh, when they're they creating buying, an artificial they the market right 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 artificially now, now yeah. there's now that, right exactly they're suppressing it because these huge inventories of houses are hitting the market so you know that could be what you're seeing in your area and and i know that there are uh thousands tens of thousands of properties here in florida that they have purchased and you know they've actually you know this whole thing this whole crisis was created by securitization they've actually securitized the rents payments on these houses i read recently it's like deja vu so have you uh, seen a depression of um or you know a descendants for lack of a better word uh, of of prices because no, but they flatlined. They flatlined. Prices have flatlined. Yeah, no, they haven't okay. gone down yet, but they flatlined. And and you know my 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 uh, brother and I are selling some single family houses in Florida that my mother purchased, and uh, we're trying to get them to market as quickly as possible because we do believe they're going to kick back a little bit. But you know that that brings me back to multifamily, and 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 you're not subject to these big swings in valuation if you've got multifamily property. I mean, yeah, you may have some decreases in rents, but even that typically doesn't happen. You know, some you might have you might have a little increase in vacancy factors. Some people move in together, but but the you know most multifamily properties survive these pullbacks, and which is why that's that's where my focus is now. Hmm. And I believe in it. You know, I. Uh, That's interesting. So, where are you looking now? I'm looking in four markets. Uh, I'm in Florida, uh, Georgia, Eastern Tennessee. I learned my lesson about the Western Tennessee and uh, North Carolina and South Carolina. And those are all close to me. And I would recommend anybody that's that's getting into multifamily or commercial real estate investing of any kind to to you know be a, a drive or a plane uh, you know an easy plane hop away. Uh, but 
certainly start in your backyard uh, because that's that's the area you know. That's the market you're familiar with. You know, I by the way, I uh, I don't sell anything. I don't upsell anything. I I am almost done with a book uh, called Lifetime Cash Flow Through Real Estate Investing about multifamily investing, and I'm happy to give it to your listeners if you know if they want a copy of the book, they can text Rod at four one four one one. Uh, yeah, that's my name, Rod, at 41411, and I'm happy to give I'll him a copy of the book link when it comes to, out. And I'll put all that yeah, information on hybendigital.com backslash Rod. Spell your last name for me, Rod. Uh, K-H-L-E-I-F as in Frank. There you go. So I'll put it on yeah. there, backslash Rod Cleef. Yeah. And um, yeah. so, so, Rod, let's talk a little bit about um, real estate agents. You know, I think that deep down, all real estate agents want to be real estate investors. Um, they certainly have opportunities to buy. Um, very few actually pull the trigger, it seems. Um, and then next thing you know, they're 85 and they're still chasing fizzbos. What do you recommend uh, that these that these real estate agents, these listeners, well, you know, do starting today to ensure that they can retire rich? Well, I'm I'm going to shift gears a little bit because I'm I'm a big believer in uh, visualization, and anytime I want something, you know, I create pictures of it. I create vision boards, and I think that what what your listeners need to do is focus on what they really want, and that'll be the drive because that's the why. That's what drives you. That'll be the drive to get them to take action, and and you know don't. And, and you know, and I and I do this. I mean, I literally do this every year. I've every every car I've ever bought to you know the house I have, the house on the beach, all all the things I've ever wanted. I've I've visualized and had pictures of and visualized as if I already have them with gratitude. And that stuff works. I know it sounds spoofy to some people, but that stuff works. So that's number one. Find the why. Go out there and see what it is you want. You know, if it's the security, if it's the material things, if it's whatever it is, and get pictures. So that, map that, it out. That, just say, hey, yeah, you know, I'm gonna, you know, so I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna buy one house and I'm gonna have ten at the end of ten years or whatever right. it is. Gonna map it out but, and you know but, visualize but more it. Importantly, what those houses will get you, okay? Because it's that's what's gonna drive you. That's number one. Number two, don't try to bite it all off at once. Start small and and surround yourself with experts. Surround yourself with people that have done it. You don't have to do the first deal by yourself. Bring in somebody that's got some properties and 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 partner with them on the first deal. It's okay to only get even 10% of a deal if you're learning and getting past that fear factor. So, so you know, you don't have to do it alone. There's, there are lots of experts out there and, you know, there's lots of information out there. Of course, of course, you know, feed your mind, find, find everything you can find on, on whatever area of, of investing you want to get into. I will advocate for multifamily just based on my personal history, but whatever it is, even if it's just single family, um, you could start with single family, buy a house, you know, you, you, you're seeing the deals out there, buy a house, rent it out or flip it even. Yeah. But, yeah. But, I know a guy you know, that, start. uh, in Texas that, um, because of his immigration status, can't buy houses in his name yet and he's a highly focused real estate investor and he wants to do this he's young he's like low 20s and so what he's done is he's actually partnered on five homes already with five other guys uh, that are his age or that he knows and renting them out right next to a corporate campus for really high rents one bedroom at a Perfect. time they have five of them but here's someone who, who figured out how to buy five houses, even though 
he doesn't have U.S. He, full yeah, U.S. citizen that yet. Other yeah, don't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, and and that's the thing. You know, it it it. The only thing to fear is fear itself. I mean, if you've got they've all you're, all your people have heard that before, and it's it's really once you've done the first one, it, the the second one's easy, and and in my case, you know, uh, hundreds, thousands. Uh, it, it it really. And and the thing to remember here is, your listeners is, you know, if you're not working, you're not making any money. So so what better to invest in? What you know, you, you buy assets that produce cash flow, and you guys all know real estate. Focus on real estate. I mean, there there are great deals out there. You you guys are seeing them every day. So, you know, don't don't end up you know, in a situation where you have no money coming in. And every January 1st, unless you have assets that are producing cash flow, every January 1st, you go back to work. Once you've got, yeah. you know, like Kiyosaki says, once you've got your nut covered, you know, you're basically, you know, you're, you're out of the rat race. So it's, I mean, it's common sense that everybody's heard before, but the time to take action is now, you know, find a partner if you have to, to, to make this happen and, and make it happen. And, and don't be afraid. Like I got a text the other day from a big fan of the show and a guy I've um, mentored a little bit. And, and so he says, Hey Pat, I got $60,000. I've never had this money before. Um, you know, what should I invest it in? And, uh, I said, well, maybe take 30 and buy a house for 150 and uh, that's 20% down. Make sure it cash flows according to the 1% rule and, and uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he said, well, that's a joke. I can't do that in my market. And I said, um, well, find another market. You know, don't be afraid to go go out 90 minutes. Then then can you find it if you go out 90 minutes? I mean, there's there's even even two hours. You know, yeah. I, I bought I bought properties uh, two hours in each direction from where I live here on the west coast of Florida, all the way north of Tampa. For your people that may know this area, to to Naples, and it's two hours each direction, and you can make that work. But but the important thing here is if you get some extra money. Use it to buy assets. I know you've interviewed Grant Cardone. The guy's got, I don't know, uh, 3,500 units got it, or more than that, got his own plane. And that's what he did. He took his money from his sales that he made from teaching sales and bought real estate. And, and I, would, I would advocate, again, multifamily. I, I, if, you can, if you could not do houses, you know, you're much safer in a duplex, quad, 10-unit. You know, you're much safer buying one of those. And, and you know, get the knowledge, learn. Find a partner if you have to, and 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 get started. And you don't need money to do it. That's the other thing. You get you guys are perceived as experts, so use that, use that to find the deal and bring in a partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't think outside the box. You know, okay, well, you can't right. do it in your market because you can't do it. Even if you, you know, if you go outside, if you look at partnerships, you know, there's ways to do it, and then. You build wealth through that, right? It just grows. It just slowly grows. Absolutely. And it just, what what else can you buy that someone else pays for? You know, right? I mean, really, what else can you buy that somebody else pays for? And and let me tell you something. There is nothing financially stronger than free and clear real estate. I mean, you are basically printing money. You have buckets of money if you have free and clear real estate. So, you know, I, I. Uh, I'm I, I'm passionate about it because I know it works. It's worked for me, and and uh, it, it's it's the time is now. You yeah, know? and it, it's it, nice to have too. I know I have right now. I think I have 54 um, horizontal streams of income, whether they be wow, whether they be you know businesses or uh, apartment buildings or single family homes. And I think 
Uh, I'll take the ones in Maryland, for instance. I have four in Baltimore City and four at University of Maryland College Park. And and those eight houses, um, they're just so steady. You know what I mean? I mean, some of them go up and right. down. Some of them you need a, a air conditioner here or the tenants, you know, didn't pay a month or something. But, but for the most part, if I just look at it on a quarterly basis, there's always a chunk of cash that I can withdraw from that account every quarter from those houses and it's just so steady now the other stuff um, probably pays a bigger return some of the apartments and things like that but mm -hmm. it's generally not I find as as massively steady uh, as these houses that I bought a while really? ago and just held on to so um, you know I think it's good well, to have or, or the company some of the companies go up massively from an equity standpoint some of them don't do shit some of them you know you never get a dime from them but right. but it's it's those original properties it seems like that just are so well, steady I, I, yeah. I highly you know recommend just to get started you know if, if you know like if you're an agent or a broker it, you know be it a house be it houses be it apartments be it you know duplexes be it a, be it businesses frankly I mean you know if, if you if you if you that's where direction you want to go I'm, I mean you're an expert in real estate it, I guess it, it, to me it would make more sense to get into real estate but whatever you do use your money to buy an asset that produces income because that way at some point you're safe because right now you're not safe, and that's that's you know that's that's the whole point of this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Save, save five hundred bucks a deal, and you know save or right. whatever. Set a goal for saving a certain amount of deal. Visualize it like you said. Stack it right. up, and then just do it. Right? Just pull the trigger. Just do it. Just do it. You know, and and get get help if you need it, and 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 learn it. Immerse yourself in it because you know the people are. are People would be amazed what they're capable of if they set their mind to it. And you could, you could, you could have a full-time kick-ass, um, you know, a, a sales business in real estate and still have a whole other business on the side, like we're talking about here, uh, and be able to handle it. You know, you think you don't have time, you do have time. So, you know, take the time. It's worth it for you and your family to have financial security. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Rod, this has been great. I, I love talking about real estate. I love talking about real estate investing. Um, I'll go ahead and give you the last word. Do you have any um, words of advice for a rock star nation as they travel along their routes today? Well, just stay positive and take action on what we talked about here because it really will change your life. It truly will change your life. I'm going to put all of Rod's information. I'll put a link to Rod's investment podcast on uh, hybendigital.com backslash Rod. K-H-L. K-H-L-E-I-F. E-I-F. Mm -hmm. There we go. You got it, guys. Or just go on there and type in Rod in the toolbar, and it should come up because I don't think I've had any other Rods on. So thanks, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Pat. I really appreciate you having me on. It was a lot of fun. My pleasure. Have a great day, bud. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this session of Real Estate Rockstars. I'm Pat Hyben, and I appreciate you spending time tuning in for some rock-solid advice. I encourage you to take action on something that you have connected with. These insights, along with goal-setting, will help carry you to achieving your destiny. Visit hybendigital.com for resources, how-tos, ebooks, and so much more. Also, reach out to us on Twitter. My handle is at... Pat Hyben. And don't forget, Rockstar Nation, keep rocking. And now a word from our sponsor, 
Rebus University. Get a free video of rapport building and touching during the listing presentation. Yes, the right way to touch and the wrong way to touch. Discover how eight top agents from around the world get sellers to instantly like them while eliminating the competition. Go to hybendigital.com backslash Rebus. That's hybendigital.com backslash Rebus. R-E-B-U-S. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.